the nursing industry is one of the fastest growing career forces in the world today. There are so many issues in the healthcare field these days relating to nurses that simply are not discussed in the media. Welcome to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with Leanne Meyer. Our program will help you with the most relevant information if you're in the nursing field or are planning to enter the industry. Now, here is your host, Leanne Meyer. Welcome back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing. This is Leanne Meyer, and today we are talking about kicking burnout to the curb holistically. And um, February is National Heart Month, and that makes sense since it's Valentine's Day and that's just around the corner. So I thought, what better time to encourage nurses and healthcare providers to love themselves? And that would be by dealing directly with the issues that hurt you, hurt your heart most. Um, my guest today is known as America's burnout coach, J.D. Wildflower. And she's been coaching professionals on how to create lives and businesses they love since 1997. So she has a lot of experience. Um, I asked her to come on this show to talk about burnout, an issue that has been negatively affecting nurses for far too long. And it sounds like it's not getting better, it's getting worse. So I have experienced two major times of burnout in my career. Uh, one was in Denver. I was a new grad RN and the sole nurse on a step-down ICU unit of about 20 patients at night. I had one aide, aide whom I had trained uh, for her first role as a nursing assistant. Lucky for me, she was really fantastic. Uh, when I discussed how I was feeling with the night supervisor, she told me her observation of nurses experiencing this were often nurses trying so hard to appear perfect to all around them that they had little energy left to fulfill the real and heavy requirements of the job. That certainly does not fit for most people or many people in this profession, but in my case, uh, that fit more than I wanted to admit. The second time uh, was I had been a nurse for 10 years. I was working on an OB unit in St. Paul and had the responsibility for two patients minimum. I was labor and delivery, one of which I could not see, and a father, all of whom were more overwhelmed than me. So that began to really wear on me. And at one point I thought, you know, there must be other things I could do. So I did a course of testing to determine what else I could do in the world. I was so frustrated. I marked anything to do with healthcare very low. The results were that uh, they, the tester told me that I could do any number of things, but that I should never be a nurse. I was incensed and told the counselor in no uncertain terms, that I had been a nurse for 10 years and was pretty damn good at it. I walked out realizing I was not ready to leave the profession and I'd better start looking at what I needed to do internally to be able to um, deal with these issues that were causing me so much difficulty. So again, my guest today is um, J.D. Wildflower. Thank you for coming. I am so happy that you can be on. JD. It's great to be here. It's great to Thank be here you. today. Great. And rather than my telling all the incredible things you've been doing, could you give us a little background on yourself, what you have done and what has brought you to this um, point in time in your career? Why burnout? And um, what brought you to writing and speaking about this 
uh, pertinent topic for nearly all of us. I mean, it, it really fits everybody. <laughs> right, right, right. Totally. So, you know, Leanne, I began um, my professional career in the 90s. Um, I began um, in the advertising agency industry. And um, while it is a very wildly different world than Mm -hmm. nursing and the medical field, there are still a lot of emergencies um, that can happen. Um, If you can imagine, um, you know, being in the position of, you know, having uh, a, a run of um, 10,000 magazines about to print, uh, actually 10 million, let's correct that, 10 million, yeah. 100 million, however many, right? And, and they're about to go to print, right? And then, you know, all of a sudden you, somebody sees an error, you know, the rushing around and the yelling and the, you know, franticness that's going on. Um, you know, it's part of the life and people that are in the advertising mm-hmm. agency world, um, they understand that. And it's part of the life because with one small error, you can make a, a run of, um, you know, 10 million copies of a magazine, right. um, you know, just be worthless and yeah. be pointless. So they would have to dump them millions. then? They would have to dump What's those that? and pr- reprint if the, if the error was Correct. big enough? Would they have to dump them and reprint? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So what you're dealing with there is mis- is little mistakes can can cost millions. So now, while that is not an emergency, you know that is similar to, um, in terms of you know right in front of your face, like medical people, you know mm-hmm. nurses um, and people in the medical industry do deal with, you know they deal with emergencies in a different level, which is obviously you know um, you know right there. Um, and you're dealing with a lot of other people's, you know, you're helping other people with their safety issues when you're in the mm-hmm. advertising industry and, and there's a mistake that's being seen and, and, you know, you're dealing with your own survival at that point because mm-hmm. if you've made the mistake that's big enough, you could not be working in that industry anymore sure. kind of thing. So what were some so, of the people that you um, had as clients? Um, let's see. Uh, well, uh, Throughout my career, um, I've worked with uh, Academy winners, Grammy winners, New York Times bestselling authors, uh, companies like Samsung, uh, Dish Network, ADT, U.S. Bank. Um, I've worked with you know people all across the across the board and in, in many mm-hmm. different industries. And you know what really you know happened for me and what brought me to you know talking about um, burnout and working with this topic is that I, um, I'm also a creative, I'm also a musician, and so there was um, a period in time where uh, we, myself and my team, we were working towards a, um, a contract, a record deal um, that we were working with, and I had gotten to the point it will say I was still, you know, working in my in my advertising business and and um, you know my coaching business. I started coaching people, you know, shortly after um, I started working in the advertising world because I started realizing that, you know, pe- people needed help with not only their businesses um, and managing those well, um, you know, but also their lives because you know mm-hmm. the, it's such a it's such a connected um, thing. 
um, you know, uh, life optimization and business optimization. And so, you know, I was still working with, you know, had my coaching business and my advertising agency, and we had this contract on the table, a million-dollar contract for um, a recording label, and I was, I got so burnt out that, you know, it was either the money or my life and I Mm -hmm. needed to take a step away and I needed to walk away from that contract because it was just something, all of the details that were surrounding it, it was just so stressful. And, you know, my other businesses, um, you know, it was just, I hadn't learned at that point, like you mentioned being in burnout, you know, the burnout Mm -hmm. that you had experienced when you're in that space and you don't know what to do, it's kind of like there's a part of you that just needs to, you know, kind of shut down. And and that's mm-hmm. why I'm doing what I'm doing because I don't, I believe that people can be cured from burnout without shutting down. Um, it's, okay. You know, back when I went through it and back when you went through it, there was not, um, you know, this information that was out there. So, you know, after walking away from that million dollar recording contract, I took the next two years and I did shut down. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I took a step back from public life. I took a step back from, you know, a lot of things that were going on to, to just allow my to just simplify. And, mm-hmm. you know, I took those two years to really get to the heart of the matter because I had dealt with like many burnouts before that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to get myself to this place where I didn't have to do it again. And my background is also as a college professor of marketing. Um, and so, you know, with that background and the teaching background, I, you know, came to the the realization that if I was going to fix this burnout thing, I was going to need to do it from a perspective of, you know, having some, um, you know, quantifiable results that could happen Mm -hmm. through using a curriculum, through using a methodology. And that's just really how uh, Holistic Success Institute and my Holistic Success um, programs were created because, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I realized that it's not just a quick fix. It's not just a, you know, hey, let's go take a vacation. Um, I call vacations, by the way, I call vacations uh, burnout band-aids. So things <laughs> like vacations, nannies, yeah. nades, all that kind of stuff. When when somebody has um, what I call a, a toxic success mindset, which is what I had, which is where I was sacrificing my well-being for my career, okay? Mm-hmm. So when someone has a toxic success mindset, you know, doing the vacation, it, it'll work you know, maybe for a few days, it might make you feel better for a few weeks, but it's not going to work in the long term because your paradigm for success is that of toxic success and you have a toxic success mindset um, and more of those toxic success habits. Um, than, J.D., can you, know, can you give an example? Success. J.D., can you give an example and then, you know, talk about some of these principles that you're talking about in connection with that? I know you had told me at one point about um, an ER doctor that uh, you had worked with. So what does toxic success look like for a person like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, Dr. Ann. Okay. So, um, you know, Dr. Ann was, you know, somebody, she came to me, so she was an ER doctor and, you know, in the industry for many years, in the medical industry for many years, um, she was obese. She was like 60 pounds overweight by that point, um, where she found my, uh, she found my information and 
She was in a place where she was dealing with her burnout. Uh, she didn't know what to call it at the time. Like, she didn't know that she was in burnout. She just knew that she was, like, having, like, really unhealthy habits um, and that she was kind of um, looking for love in all the wrong places, so to speak. Right. Looking for comfort in all the wrong places because, mm-hmm. you know, she was u- using food. Um, she was overeating. Not everybody who is, you know, dealing with overweight overeats. Some people, you know, have food mm-hmm. allergies and, and things like that, which I dealt with in the past. So she she in particular was somebody who was using um, food um, and addiction as um, a way of trying to cover up those, those feelings. Um, mm-hmm. And so she had just gotten to the point where um, so much was so overwhelming for her with her work. She felt drained. She felt like um, that when that she felt like she gave all her energy to her patients, and that by the time that she got off of work each day, all she wanted to do was numb out. Um, whether that be drinking wine, um, you know, and um, and eating. And see, the thing is, is that you can drink wine and eat and do it from an enjoyable perspective of like, hey, I'm mm-hmm. really enjoying this. You know, this is part of me enjoying my life, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can do it from that perspective where um, it's a refuge and it's the only mm-hmm. kind of peace that you're feeling. Um, and that's where she had gotten to. And, you know, when I started working with her, you know, all she knew at that point in time was that something needed to change because she just kept feeling, she kept feeling it. She was doing all of the, you know, the typical like stress reduction techniques, like, okay, let's go deep breathe for a while. Let's go take a yoga mm-hmm. class, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She was using the, what I call the burnout band-aids. Okay. She was using mm-hmm. those things, but because she was in burnout, those things weren't working. Um, does that make sense? It does. It makes perfect sense. Um, one of the things that I've noticed, you know, in myself and other people too in the healthcare profession is the work we do is very, very difficult. Um, you are dealing with lives and you you know, if like this doctor who's in the emergency room, she's not just dealing with one life at a time. She's dealing with maybe five or six at a time and going from patient to patient and trying to keep everybody straight and what has she ordered or not ordered, you know, what the labs, there's a ton of stuff that goes on. And many times in healthcare, we're working 12 hour shifts, which some people really like and other people feel like it's just too much. They can't keep their brain fresh and alive through that much stress, especially if it's, you know, like the ER, the OR, the the ICU, different places where it is minute by minute stress. So I think what happens is that it's very hard, you know, this reality is true. It's outside of themselves. It's true and it's part of their job. But I think what people don't necessarily recognize is that the burnout has a lot to do with our own perception of what's going on. And unless we go inside and figure out what's happening, you actually may laugh at this, go ahead. Um, But um, I, for a long time, uh, kind of rationalized my feelings of burnout and everything by saying that I was fine. It was all these other people around me who were messed up. And as soon as they came around to my point of view, I was going to be just fine. And I'm ashamed to say how long it took me to figure out it was going to be a really long wait until I came to the top of their list of priorities. So I think the key here is 
what are we willing to do for ourselves, uh, for our own health uh, over a period of time to really work through this? Is that kind of what you're saying also? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's it's such an interesting thing. I mean, I, I think that, you know, what that, that it's just a fantastic point that you made, and it sucks that you experienced that, you know, for so long uh, where, you know, you were looking at the world around you and, and kind of blaming it rather than, you know, grabbing the reins, you know, in, um, back, you know, right away. Um, mm-hmm. But that's something that a lot of a lot of people do, um, Leanne. It's it's very common um, in every industry, <laughs> you know, um, of professionals that I've that I've worked with with burnout. And now, you know, to be fair, like some places, some work situations are toxic situations. I'm not going to mm-hmm. downplay that, um, but mm-hmm. there are the ones that are truly toxic in and of themselves, um, you know. And and there are and then there are the you know, people who the people themselves are experiencing um, the toxic success mindset kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I'll just touch on like, you know, what's the toxic success mindset um, versus the holistic success mindset. So the toxic success mindset. um, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to stop you. JD, can I stop you for a minute? Cause we're really up against a break. This would be a good thing to start with in the next um, session, sex segment. So let's uh, go ahead and take a break here. Uh, this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing. And we're talking about kicking burnout to the curb holistically. My guest today is J.D. Wildflower, who is America's burnout coach. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. If you like what you're hearing on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, consider supporting the show. In the one year since the show started, we've increased our listening audience by nearly 7,900% and our goal to reach 50 countries and counting. Whether you are looking to reach a regional, national, or worldwide audience, you'll have a competitive advantage by advertising on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. It's the perfect platform. Contact senior executive producer Tacey Trump today at 480-294-6421. That's 480-294-6421. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you can be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, 
philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Hi, this is Leanne uh, Meyer, and we are with Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing. And uh, we're talking today about kicking burnout to the curb holistically. And my guest uh, is J.D. Wildflower. She's had a tremendous amount of experience uh, over the last 20 plus years uh, working as uh, America's burnout coach. And so we had been talking about various different aspects um, about that. And um, so, yeah, so um, could we come back in? And, and I wanted to, to bring out, too, a little bit about what, what's the big deal about burnout and what's kind of what's the story about it and maybe some stats on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the big story about burnout is that burnout is what you make of it. And it's also what you put into it. And burnout happens the most when people have a toxic success mindset. And, you know, what we do at, at Holistic Success Institute is teach people how to cultivate a holistic success mindset to resolve burnout. Now, I'm going to be real. It doesn't happen overnight. Don't expect it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, burnout takes years to accumulate. You know, you're not, you're, 20-year-olds don't have burnout. Like, not really. Not, okay, actually, I will put a little caveat in there. 20-year-olds don't have burnout unless they have been raised and pushed in like uh, super academia or Mm -hmm. like um, sports um, or like a a creative profession, like, you know, child actors that are 20. Okay, they can get burnt out. But the average person is not going to get burnt out at 20. Burnout takes many years, you know, to accumulate and it's, it's all of those years, you know, see it as like a snowball and, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, uh, you can't melt a snowball in one night. You, you, That's you good. don't expect it. Yeah. Um, you know, it really, it really just, uh, you know, takes a commitment to, um, you know, cultivate that holistic success mindset to make it better. And, um, you know, uh, so there, in terms of the stats, the stats, the statistics um, for nurses, uh, according to a 2017 survey by Kronos Incorporated, it said that 85% of nurses reported feeling fatigued by their work and 63% of nurses said that they are currently experiencing burnout from their jobs. Now, I don't know about you, Leanne, but I mean, to me, that's like a huge that's a that's a huge amount of nurses have you experienced that with the nurses that that you've been talking to i know that you mentioned yeah. going through two and, burnouts and that of comes your up own. that comes up a lot where even other statistics i've heard about it 
<clears throat> also say that um, there have been as many as um, one in three new grad RNs who are feeling so overwhelmed and not supported, they leave. Um, sometimes people say one in seven of um, seasoned nurses or nurses who've been working for longer than three years are um, just getting completely burned out by that. Um, so yeah, I absolutely, and, and if you think in terms of there's over 3 million nurses in this country alone, not to mention the world. And what I'm finding from this program is that people in other parts of the world are experiencing many of the same things we experience in the United States. I do have um, a, a caller, uh, Jennifer, and she is on hold. Um, could we bring her in for a minute? Yeah, that sounds great. Let's talk okay. to Jennifer. All right. Jennifer, say hello when Hi, you're on. Is, yeah, hello. This is Jennifer Marcinelli with Burn Bright Today. I'm the author of From Burning Out to Burning Bright, How uh -huh. to Get Your Life Back by Healing Your Thoughts, Memories, and Emotions. And okay. I love what you're talking about, the phenomena and the uh, pandemic of burnout. However, mm -hmm. I would like to state that I, what I see in my energy medicine practice is that burnout is an energy problem. And for mm -hmm. an energy problem, we need an energy solution. And our young people, I have a, a, a vast clientele of millennials who are truly experiencing burnout. So I'm seeing it across the board in my practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, you also have a practice then? I oh. do. I'm a board-certified holistic nurse. Okay. I am a registered nurse and a certified NLP practitioner, Reiki practitioner, gemstone and diamond therapy practitioner, and I okay. have a large practice with local, national, and international, and corporate clientele. Jennifer, thank well, you so much. wonderful, for Jennifer. So, you know, um, what we're talking about today is like really practical ways of addressing burnout. Um, when it comes to the energy medicine, oh, I am quite familiar um, as being a Reiki master uh, since 2002. However, you know, what I really find uh, when it comes to dealing with uh, the practical aspects of burnout is that, you know, really working with the energy of things it can kind of be very intangible for a lot of people. So, um, you know, really working with that practical level of things is where I really like to, you know, focus. And you know what? They're both really valid. So thank you so much for, um, you know, bringing that up here today. Thank you, Jennifer. Oh, I really pleasure. appreciate you and, and letting us know. you for the work you're doing. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. So um, let's go back to, we were talking about the toxic success versus holistic success, and we had been talking about the Anna or Anne, the ER doctor. Um, say a little bit yeah. more about that. Yeah, Dr. Anne. So, you know, Dr. Ann, and, and that's an interesting point to bring up with it, with the energy of things as well, mm -hmm. because, you know, um, back when, uh, you know, as I mentioned, I became a Reiki master in 2002, um, you know, from my professional background as a, as a teacher and a college professor, um, mm -hmm. you know, I've always uh, been interested in the education of things. And mm -hmm. so... What I found with Dr. Ann was that, you know, we did a certain amount of, of energy work with her, you know, when we first mm -hmm. began. But what it really came down to was, you know, that stuff is so intangible. And, and to me, what happens when you're dealing with, um, you know, when you approach 
a burnout from an energy perspective, um, mm-hmm. oftentimes it comes back and oftentimes that energetic perspective um, also can act like a burnout Band-Aid. And that's what I had mentioned mm-hmm. before when we were talking about, you know, the burnout Band-Aids, like taking vacations, going to yoga class, all of these things, you know, and getting gemstone healing, getting Reiki healing, stuff like that. And I'm talking about things that I do. So I'm not discounting these things, you know, as, as, as valid modalities. It's just that when somebody is in burnout, you know, focusing, you know, on the energetic aspect of things, um, you know, can really just act as a burnout band-aid because then when they go back to work, Mm -hmm. they're not having the skills, you know, to really um, work with things. So, you know, for for Dr. Ann, you know, the toxic success habits, um, you know, that that she had and that she was dealing with, because we were talking about, you know, uh, toxic success uh, men, mindset versus holistic mm-hmm. success mindset earlier. So, you know, with toxic success, um, you know, the, the first thing, you know, there's, there's some things to look for when you have um, what I call toxic success habits. Um, and one of the things is, um, Leanne, like you mentioned earlier, thinking that it is the world around you um, mm-hmm. that's causing, you know, the, the, the toxicity, um, the, you know, the, the burnout that you're having in your life. Um, and, you know, the second thing is, you know, going till you drop. Uh, so many people, so many doctors, so many nurses just keep going and going and going and going and going. They're like mm-hmm. the Energizer Bunny. And um, they just take small little breaks, you know, for, you know, we'll go to meditation classes, we'll go mm-hmm. to yoga classes, we'll do the energy healing, we'll do those things that, you know, um, really just act as like burnout band-aids. They make you feel better mm-hmm. in the moment, but, you know, so does cocaine, right? I mean, give so, me a break. <laughs> so um, what would so, the holistic you know, success mindset look like? Yeah, so the holistic success mindset, you know, really starts, you know, the first part of having a holistic success mindset is making the commitment to have a, a, a holistic success plan for yourself. And if you're in burnout, to have a burnout plan. Now, I make this distinction because I believe that people can prevent burnout by, by cultivating a holistic success mindset earlier on. Um, and so, you know, holistic success mindset really, you know, it's having a plan um, to have holistic, you know, a holistic success mindset, um, you know, which includes having, you know, the courage to change the toxic habits that you're having. Um, and in Dr. Ann's case, you know, she was really, again, she was dealing with her burnout by pushing down her feelings with um, food and alcohol um, and also, you know, just really um, kind of binge watching TV, um, just kind of basically like checking out of her life. Like she would be checked into her life or she would be checked in, right, when she was working with her patients, um, but she would be checked out once she got home. Once she got off that mm-hmm. clock, it was just like she did anything and everything that she could, you know, to check out. And so what we did when we were working together is I helped her to start cultivating these holistic success habits, which, you know, the first part, again, is, you know, making a a burnout plan, um, Mm -hmm. you know, having the courage to change. And, you know, really it starts with being able to take some time for yourself each and every day to cultivate your well-being 
It also means, you know, being realistic about your biorhythms and what really works for you. Um, and when I say biorhythms, I'm really just meaning like, you know, when does it work for you to eat? When does it work for you to mm-hmm. sleep? Um, you know, some people do intermittent fasting, um, you know, as, as a way um, because their body, their natural biorhythms, you know, just kind of flow that way. Um, whereas some people really need like, you know, the, the little um, micro meals throughout the day or the several snacks mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I find that when people are getting more into burnout and, and one of the toxic success habits that people can have is they're eating in ways that don't work for them or they're sleeping mm-hmm. in ways that don't work for them or their their schedule isn't working for them. So one mm-hmm. of the ways that nurses right now today can begin to start, you know, to grab the reins back from burnout is to, you know, look at you know, where those, you know, where their biorhythms are um, naturally and, you know, look at some ways that they can adjust what they're doing in order to really just, um, you know, flow with with what is um, naturally works, you know, for them. Um, and now I'll be real, you know, if, if somebody's in burnout, um, that in and of itself, it's not going to fix it because, again, it's, you know, it's like a snowball. You, you can't melt a snowball mm-hmm. overnight. Yeah, I think, um, I think we got that. that so, we can start with. Yeah, so we want to know what we move toward. So that you, you said making a commitment to create, <clears throat> to um, deal with the burnout solutions, uh, making, what what is it, do you make um, pledges and go one at a time and work through them or how do you work with that? Because yeah, it takes you know, a lot of courage to do this, right? It it does because, you know, and the first courage that I find it takes is the courage to be honest with yourself about mm-hmm. your burnout, um, right. about the, either the burnout that you're experiencing or, you know, that, that, that you're currently experiencing or the symptoms that are starting to get you um, to that, to that place. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and when it comes to burnout symptoms, you know, um, you know, the, the first sign that somebody is going into burnout is, you know, that they start doing that checking out thing where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, they, they just kind of do what they can to try to check out from their lives. Um, you know, when they're, when they're not at work because they just don't mm-hmm. want to think about it. And I, I find, you know, especially um, in the medical profession with, with um, the clients that I work with in the medical profession, that that, that just seems to be such a strong thing because, mm-hmm. um, you know, so many people in the medical profession, you know, you, you're so used to being there for everyone else, right? And you're right. so used mm-hmm. to like thinking, hey, I can do it all. I can, you know, I can be strong. I can, I can push through this. I can do this. And like you said, um, with the first burnout that you had experienced, that, you know, that part of that for you was about appearing, you know, as perfect on the outside Mm -hmm. um, to Mm -hmm. people and that that was, you know, part of what was going on. So really, you know, that first step is having the courage to change and making a commitment to, you know, cultivating a more holistic success um, yeah. So what would those yeah. holistic success mindsets look like? What, what, what would they sound yeah. like? What would they look like? Great question. So a holistic success mindset um, really differs from a toxic success mindset in a very simple way. So a toxic success mindset basically says that success is only in one area, like 
Mm-hmm. For most people, success, they just look at it from the perspective of professional success, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and holistic, and, and, and a lot of people work at, you know, look at the professional success as being the hero of, of success in their lives, and they sacrifice the rest of their lives and their well-being in order to attain that mm-hmm. success in their careers. So a holistic success, a way of looking at things from a holistic success mindset is really just looking at it from a holistic perspective in terms of not only your career, of course your career, you know, you of course your career you want to have success in, but you're also looking at a well-rounded version of success, which also includes your well-being, um, you know, includes your health, time for your family, time for your hobbies, time for yourself. Uh, in your well-being in your own life. Does that make sense, Leanne? It does. But I think, you know, in, in hospitals, um, people really f- not only feel, but it is true that there is often not enough people there. And those tasks don't get cut down because there aren't more nurses. Um that person, whoever those patients are that are on your unit, have to still get all of the uh, treatments and all of the medications and all of whatever else they were uh, scheduled to get regardless. Absolutely. And you know what I call that? I call that push time. Okay. It's like when you're having the baby, you can't turn back, right? So you know this intimately. And I'm sure you've seen it many times. Really like, trust. That's the point where the women are like, hey, I want to turn oh, back. Yeah. I, I don't know that I want to do this, right? And so I call that right. push time. And every profession has a push time. Every profession mm-hmm. has a push time. For medical professions, you know, people in the medical profession, you, you know, it's, it's there and it's more intense because there's people literally in front of you um, dealing with, you know, um, dramatic at times health issues. Um, But that's what we call push time. So holistic success is not about, you know, sitting around and and kumbayaing things and and just, you Mm -hmm. know, hi, we're going to deep breathe like all the time and stuff. Holistic success is about taking care of your well-being in in your life in general and in the rest of your life so that when you have to do those push times, when you have to do those business marathons or those shifts, you know, for, for entrepreneurs and business professionals, I call them business marathons, you know, for nurses and medical professionals, you're doing those shifts, right? And when you're doing mm-hmm. those shifts, you need to be on and you need to be in peak performance. And so, you know, that's really part of holistic success is being able to take care of yourself and your well-being, you know, the rest of the time so that when you're in that place, when you're in that position, you just have more energy, you know, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's take a break here and um, uh, just kind of we'll come back in just a couple minutes. So this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. I'm Leanne Meyer, and my guest today is J.D. Wildflower. She's America's burnout coach, and we're talking about kipping, kick, kicking burnout holistically. So join us in just a couple minutes. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. If you like what you're hearing on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, consider supporting the show. In the one year since the show started, we've increased our listening audience by nearly 7,900% and our goal to reach 50 countries and counting. Whether you are looking to reach a regional, national, or worldwide audience, you'll have a competitive advantage by advertising on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. It's the perfect platform. 
Contact Senior Executive Producer Tacey Trump today at 480-294-6421. That's 480-294-6421. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Leanne Voice America at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Welcome back. Thanks so much for staying with us. Uh, this is Leanne Meyer, and we're talking today about kicking burnout to the curb holistically. <clears throat> My guest today is J.D. Wildflower. She is America's burnout coach. Uh, we've been talking about all different aspects of, of how burnout impacts us, but the main thing is that it is a personal decision to deal with this because no matter how uh, chaotic or dysfunctional our environment is, we really have no control over it. So what we were talking about is that we need to be able to deal with it ourselves. And usually we need help to do that. So um, JD, um, could you share, I know that you, I, I can't remember if you shared what your website is. And then also I know you have a free um, coaching session that people can call in for. Could you um, give that information? 
Oh, yeah. Thanks, Leanne. Sure. It's um, my Holistic Success Institute um, is at holisticsuccessinstitute.com. And we do provide a complimentary um, coaching call, a, a free strategy call, a free holistic success strategy call. Um, for people who want to, you know, uh, dive into this topic of holistic success and, you know, see if one of our programs is right for them. And, you know, during the call, you know, um, and they can sign up for a call at holisticsuccessinstitute.com slash call. And, um, you know, during the call, what we really do is just help to dissect, um, you know, where the toxic success mindset um, may be leading to burnout. And, you know, we we work with people who are already in burnout, you know, they're in what we call deep burnout. Um, And we also, you know, work with people who are not quite there yet. They're just, they're stressed and they're, they're, you know, feeling a little too close to burnout for comfort and, um, you know, to, to really work at preventing that um, from becoming a, a full-blown burnout kind of a thing. Um, you know, and, and one of the first things that we do, you know, um, with the call uh, is we really just um, dissect where the burnout is coming from in their lives, you know, and, you know, because for some people, it's that their schedules are just, you know, like I mentioned before, the biorhythms thing. For some people, it's just that their schedules need to be switched up because, you know, they're having a lot of stress with their shifts um, because their biorhythms are out of whack. Um, for other people, um, you know, their burnout mm-hmm. symptoms um, are happening because they have a fear of perhaps speaking up for themselves um, or creating the changes that are necessary Um, and especially in, you know, uh, if if somebody has more of a a passive aggressive type of personality, which, um, if you were a female born in the, in the Midwest in Minnesota, I often joke that, that, uh, we were kind of raised to, to be passive aggressive. Um, and it takes some courage. It really does, you know, to, to, you know, stand up for yourself sometimes, especially if you're in an environment that, you know, isn't really, um, necessarily. I'm not sure I'm not sure how many people really understand that concept of passive, passive aggression. Um, and I abs- I'm in the Midwest also, so I get it. Um, but it yeah. often is rather than dealing with something directly and forthrightly, people tend to um, do it sideways or they uh, um, talk to everybody else about whatever the problem is, except for instead of going to the person who they really have the injury with. Um, and there's a fear of any kind of conflict and so they feel like by avoiding the conflict they're actually doing the right thing the best thing the the highest um uh, moral thing and in fact it's the exact thing by avoiding it uh doesn't allow us to actually uh change anything or deal with the real issue uh so i think that's why so many people get really frustrated with that passive aggression and 80% of nurses are women, and women tend to have that um, behavior, it seems like, even more than anybody else. Um, Are you um, still hearing me? Yeah, yeah, that's a fantastic point, Leanne, because, you know, that that passive aggressiveness, and sometimes people don't even realize that they're doing it. But the thing is, is, you know, uh, being passive aggressive is something that leads people into burnout, 
Um, <clears throat> and so, you know, sometimes really just, you know, addressing mm-hmm, exactly. things head on. And, and that begins, that begins with yourself, you know, and that's what we do during our, our holistic success strategy sessions is that, you know, we address things head on from the perspective of just looking at it like, you know, okay, where's your burnout coming from, you know, dissecting the burnout, um, you know, and, and creating a plan of action of, okay, here's where you are in point A, you know, either somebody is is already burnt out or they're on their way to burnout. And point B is where they're not in burnout mm-hmm. and they're not experiencing those symptoms anymore. And so we just really work, mm-hmm. you know, during the call, we help to, you know, map out what that looks like for people so that it, mm-hmm. you know, um, can, can make sense. And so for people who have an issue with, you know, speaking up for themselves or even knowing where to, mm-hmm. to um, start to speak up for themselves, because a lot of times with passive aggressiveness, you know, it's not that people are always passive aggressive in every area of their life. And I think that that's Mm -hmm. one of the um, hazards um, and dangers of passive aggressiveness is that for some, for some, um, you know, women, especially one might feel like they can speak up for themselves at home, but in a working environment, it might be feel different to them, you know, and Mm -hmm. that goes back to what they were taught, you know, um, you know, growing up about speaking up for themselves. It also depends on the environment that they're working in. You know, so what we do with that is just really look at, you know, how can we, you know, dissect that, where that burnout is coming from so that, yeah. you know, people can start to really create, a, a you so, know, understand where it's coming from. So it's really like you're walking people through, here's where you are and let's see where you want to go. And then you can help them walk through to get to that point. So they're not on their own, not trying to figure out something that's invisible to them. They don't understand what, what they're doing themselves. Um, We're getting really close to the end of the show here. And so I I just wanted to see um, if there was something, uh, uh, one major thing you want to make sure that nurses and healthcare people know about burnout and what they can do about it. So you've got a couple minutes, about three minutes. Sure, sure. Well, you know, one of the things about burnout is that it's very affected by adrenaline. And nurses, adrenaline, hello. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you ramp up your adrenaline, right, and when you're in, you know, nursing situations when you're at work. And so when that happens, you're overusing your adrenal system. And when that's happening, you know, it really just overwhelms your system and it throws people into what I call um, it, uh, toxic masculine energy. Now, both men and women um, can have um, toxic masculine energy, and basically what that means is that there's just too much of that stimulated and in motion kind of a thing, and that's what Dr. Ann was experiencing. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, really what she needed to do was learn how to ramp down her adrenaline in healthy ways rather than, you know, reaching for food or reaching for the TV or, you know, reaching for alcohol or wine or something like that to do it so that she was able to really just cultivate um, some more of that, um, you know, feminine aspect of things, which, you know, allowed her to live a more holistic life. Um, Because when you're constantly ramping up your adrenaline like that, you know, your subconscious mind can just really seek to keep you stimulated and in motion. But the thing is, is that when you're like that, you know, when you do too much of that, that's really what pushes so many people, you know, over that threshold and into burnout. So it's really about, Mm -hmm. you know, learning how to, you know, um, 
understand, you know, how much of a, um, you know, toxic success um, mindset that you have versus a holistic success mindset. And really, you know, having a, a dissecting it, number one, and number two, really just having a plan to go forward into your future to, you know, grab the bull by right. the horns right. and to really take action about this. Okay. And actually taking action, I think a lot of times really relieves people a lot. Just being able to take that first step is the hardest. So picking up the phone or, you know, going to your, your computer and just seeing what is there that is available to you to be able to get some help. So um, another place, uh, I just went to a conference that was talking about women's health and uh, Loretta, um, Bruning was there and she gave a talk about habits of a happy brain and she talked about the chemicals kind of you were just talking about some of the the chemicals that help us be happy and some of the chemicals that um, are more negative or make us feel pulled down and learning how to stimulate the ones we want and kind of uh, go backwards on some of the ones that we don't you can talk about the cortisol and the adrenaline and all those things. We are really at the Brilliant. here, and I'm I'm so sorry we've had some some uh, gl- glitches here technically, and um, hopefully we'll be able to edit this for other people. Um, but I did want to thank you for coming so very much, and um, also wanted to tell everyone please to check out uh, my onceanurse.com uh, website. It's new. I have some blogs and. Uh, So until our next show, I am hoping that you will make it a great week and don't let anyone take it away. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with your host, Leanne Meyer. Be sure to join us again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a productive and insightful week.